0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go off to the races once again for another episode, another installment for the archives of the Conspiracy Farm. Jeffrey Wilson writing, well, not so much shotgun uh, in the physical sense right here at Casa de Milicic because I'm rolling solo at least uh, in studio tonight because the champ is over on the West Coast announcing for Mark Cuban's AXIS TV
1: over on the West Side. Champ, what's up, brother? Well... You know, I'm a little nervous. My co-host is in my house, in my office. My wife's in the house. What the hell's going on? Oh, over there? come
0: on. We're completely, prof- I'm a complete professional. You know better than this, my God. Man, let <laughs> me tell <teasing>. t- <clears> you.
1: <throat> yeah, I'm out in California, Morongo Casino and Resort to call the fights tomorrow night, Friday night for Mark Cuban's Access TV. So I'm pumped to be out here in California, a little trip, trip to uh, beautiful Southern California and then right back home on Saturday morning but I'm excited about some of the stuff we're going to talk about because people are losing their
0: losing their collective
1: mind. minds over Donald Trump meeting with the uh evil
0: one well and you are exactly right and we're going to try to just give our little bit of two cents for whatever that's worth but before we do let us reiterate some of the messages we've tried to get across to our farmers in our previous episodes pat and i are trying to take this bad boy on the road we are just doing phenomenal numbers and getting messages from all over the country so we want to be stopping all over from the west coast to the midwest to the east coast so and we want to start this bad boy off in chicago so shy town shout out to us Hit us up on our Facebook page, our Twitter page. Uh, I'm Jeffrey Wilson on Twitter, uh, at Pat Militich on Twitter. Or you can email me, will at gmail. And, um, yeah, because like at, I said.
1: At, at, uh, at PJ Militich on Instagram also. Yeah, so, so fire I've away. I just launched that. Yeah. I like that. I like that one because um, people can't, from what I can tell, can't send you direct messages. Yeah. And so I, that I, you don't have <laughs> Massive amounts of stuff to answer
0: I've I've been having to deal with that I I got rid of my Facebook messenger And then I literally had to like get it back on like a day later Because I was honestly missing legit messages But I was getting inundated with other messages Also ladies and gentlemen again like we said You know we want to keep this machine well oiled Firing on all cylinders for you guys We are listener funded, grassroots funded So please click the PayPal link on any of our episodes And donate whatever you can to support the farm Ladies and gentlemen Any and every little bit helps and another installment that Pat and I would like to launch on the show, because we get a lot of questions, like we just mentioned on Messenger. I know you get a lot of questions and feedback from the show. So we're going to create a, basically a Q&A session uh, from Pat and myself. So provide any questions, fire away any questions you might have for us. You, again, you can hit us up on Twitter. Hit me up at will at Gmail. Um, Pat, uh, we'll say that again, Pat, your Instagram and your your stuff.
1: Uh, PJ Militich, M I.
0: Nope, oh, we froze a bit. We froze a bit.
1: Uh, you haven't frozen on me at all.
0: You froze. Re- restate that. We got a storm coming in here around Casa de Milicic. He's out in the boonies. but uh,
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah. At PJ Miletic. All right. my Instagram. So, yeah. No, I'm excited to answer questions. Anybody wants to send them in, that'd be great. And also, you know, with all the listeners that we have, even if, if everybody sent us a dollar, we could be going all over the place. And, and, you know, we want to bring Jeff with me on the road for every TV show that I do, which is almost every Friday night. Hmm. It'd be great to bring Jeff, and then we seek out the people that we need to talk to, the conspiracies that are in that area, and hit it hard, do a great episode. And I think that that would be a lot of fun. And of course, we would cover. You know current current events that are going on, just as the uh, subject we're going to talk about today.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, any and all a bit helps. So please support the farm because we have abs. We have huge plans. Again, we are grassroots listener funded. If you listen to the show, you know we're not going to be getting Coca Cola and Burger King uh, signing up for the show anytime soon because we are touching mad third rails and doing what we can to try to do what the freaking MSM is definitely not doing. And that kind of le-
1: burn leads- marks all over us from the third rail electrocution.
0: You know, I I need gauze, baby. I need ointment and gauze for these burns. So you know, <laughs> and today is is no exception for you know what we what happened the other day. I mean, obviously, Trump met with Putin over in Helsinki, and I just I, I missed it, quite frankly. But then when I hopped on the interweb, it was very similar to when LeBron James was traded to the Lakers. Like it just blew up the interweb about how Trump is so treasonous. And did you see that? He just sided with the Russians and not our intel community.
1: Here's the thing. I've, I've said from the very beginning, you may or may not agree with me on all of that stuff, of course, Jeff. But I've said from the very beginning that it seems to me that Putin and Trump, while they may um, fear each other a little bit because they both have obviously nuclear arsenals and pretty powerful militaries. I mean, our, our out military in, a, in an all-out war without nuclear weapons, I think we'd destroy Russia pretty quick. But, you know, that's the veritable, you know, that that, uh, that red button. Mutual that codes, assured
0: destruction, like we used to call it changes back Changes
1: everything and it makes it so. But I think that Putin and Trump have a common cause. And I think that that is destroying the, the infrastructure of the global elites who have been basically destroying Western Europe that have been trying to destroy our nation um you know the the people that that control our our monetary system who are not americans who control nato and the u.n and you know i mean that's a huge uh,
0: point you touched on champ because people really need to understand i forget who it was that said it maybe it was a rothschild back in the day i care not who make your laws you let me control your financial system i don't care who you have running right left etc i
1: don't care if yeah i don't care if it's a democracy i don't care if it's a republic i don't care if it's socialist i don't care if it's communist i control your money and i'm making friggin' interest off. well it. and that's it's, a huge uh,
0: thing care. like you said putin is doing man he kicked and this is a huge thing that's going on in syria too one of the real motivations behind what's going on these guys are not allowing these central banks in their country russia's outlaw gmos like you know it's like i said in a facebook yeah. video i posted the other day it's almost we're almost so polarized there's two ways to to filter this whole information whatever trump does especially at things like what he did over there in Helsinki. He's just a traitor. They don't get the 4-D chess game. Or you can have him a little bit more, of a, you know, like how we've talked about Trump's possibly a white hat sitting in here. You know, there's a huge internal war going on, and there has been going on in D.C. and in the intelligence community. Right. They're, they're not all nefarious, but, I mean, there's a huge crew that are, that are literally trying to hold on to this power of the, the banking system, the cabal that's been running things, like the oligarchy, whatever you want to call it, for a very long time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the thing is the 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 left freaked out saying, you know, Trump Trump saying that he trusted what Putin was saying more than our own intelligence community. Now, look, you've got to look at people like Comey, um, people like Brennan, all these different people have been proven to be flat out liars, Clapper. All these people that have lied in congressional hearings, flat out lied about spying on the American people Brennan, and numerous other things. John They've been caught red-handed. They're liars. They're scumbags. The the FBI was put together and uh, headed up by you know bad cops in the beginning to have leverage over people, to have control over the media, to do a lot of other things, as well as you know the CIA has done that, as we know with Operation Mockingbird. But so look for people to sit there and say that every person in the intelligence community at the top you know are great people, they're defending them now all this other stuff it was just not that long ago during the election when every liberal on the planet was freaking out that Comey stole the election from Hillary Clinton by reopening the investigation so I don't even listen to those people that's noise, they don't use logic they don't use anything, they go on emotion uh, so I just, I have no time for it and frankly, if, if Trump didn't have our own military intelligence going into that about Hillary Clinton when Putin said during the press conference that Hillary Clinton accepted 400 million dollars from, U- from Russian um, entities for her campaign for the for the Clinton Foundation, which we already know factually about 145 million from the Uranium One deal. We already friggin know it. So um, the the fact that people are just collectively ignoring this, that the media is collectively ignoring this, um, <clears throat> it, look. Trump already knew he knows everything. He's got military intelligence. He knows everything. He knows about a scratch on my ass if he wants to. Okay? So the fact that people are freaking out and aren't using their brains at all and listening to the media is it's just it's really sad. It's pathetic to to watch.
0: Well, I mean it is, and it's you know, the the media, this is I mean, when I watch this, it's it just goes to show how weaponized the media has become. They're so viscerally against this particular candidate, when I say this, I hate to have to almost disclaimer this this isn 't a referendum on trump what 's happening, ladies and gentlemen. If, if, if we should all be freaked out about the fact that your justice department could collude with whatever political party to create fake information to get FISA warrants to spy on another American. this one just happens to be running for president. These are precedents that 's being set that When, you know, I'm glad you I'm glad people like it because it's somebody they don't like. But what if someone what if it's somebody that they do like and then they start losing their shit? And again, you know, this selective almost butt hurtness. This is kind of what I'm going to ask you later. Are are we too far gone? Where was the outrage when we know Hillary Clinton and the DNC engaged in federal election fraud and stole the nomination from Bernie? And Bernie and his bitch ass knows it happened. And went on and endorsed the bitch who, who stole it from him.
1: I mean, that's, it's, it's insane. That's it, called intimidation. That's called not wanting to end up face down in it, the back. For sure, for
0: sure. But again, where's the butt hurting this? You got Donna Brazil who jumps in after Debbie Wasserman was head of the DNC and she got kicked to the curb after these revelations came out. And, and Brazil lasted just a short, quick cup of coffee because she saw what was going on, wrote a book, she- cashed out, and said what? I can't even sit near windows because I'm speaking yeah, closed, about this she closed stuff.
1: She said she closed, kept her curtains closed because she didn't want a sniper picking her off. In fear that's, of that's her very, life. She put that in her book, dude. Of course she, she put did. That in her of book. course, yeah.
0: And again, you know, I, I echo these sentiments. I probably said them in other videos and other episodes. You know, God bless Jared Beck and Elizabeth Beck, the, the lawyers who are representing the plaintiffs against the DNC for election fraud and, and money's fraud. But some of the witnesses on that list were individuals like Seth Rich individuals like sean lucas who on tape served debbie wasserman schultz and the dnc with subpoena papers and he winds up dead seth rich winds up dead i mean where's the outrage and ladies and gentlemen just because this isn't fucking just because your girl rachel maddow whomever is not talking about this doesn't mean this isn't very very relevant information
1: right and i'll circle back in terms of seth rich and about all the other stuff uh, lisa page and we can we can talk about it a little deeper i guess we can go into it now and then i'll go into some of the other stuff but lisa page gave her testimony. That's the that's the FBI agent who is having a, an affair with
0: Peter Struck, yeah,
1: Peter Struck, and they're the ones that were texting back and forth about stopping Donald Trump from becoming the president. Look, and they're very high up in the FBI. They've got the ability to do this stuff to build these fake dossiers to uh, create false federal indictments on crimes to do all this crazy stuff, and uh, they're they're talking together about making sure that Donald Trump doesn't become the president. That's that's some very maniacal c- criminal activity. That's treasonous. That's, that's But then, the but stuff then to that have them go in front stretch. of
0: Congress and explain why they did that. No, 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 no. We were, we were just patriotic. There was nothing with the Hillary stuff. So we pivoted to right, but here's all thing. of the, this the information about Russia, supposedly.
1: Right. The thing that's most telling about Lisa Page's testimony was saying that Russia did not hack the DNC servers, did not get in, which proves it's an inside job, which proves Seth Rich's murder was for a reason. Which proves Podesta's email that was intercepted by WikiLeaks talking about wet works is all real stuff. Wet works, as we know, again, is again,
0: again, where's the outrage, man? Where's the, again, right? you
1: know? It's it's crazy, and you know, This is in Forbes. Okay, I'm going to pull this up. Uh, this is a Forbes article, and it says, you know, the the title of this article in Forbes again. Um, no one mentions that the Russian trail leads to Democratic lobbyists, and it talks about. All the numerous Democrats and Republicans who have been lobbyists for very powerful Russian billionaires, for their banks, for a lot of other things. And people don't talk about Manafort, who's sitting in solitary confinement right now. His crimes were committed when he was working with the Podestas um, for one of the most powerful banks in Russia, if not the most powerful, top three at least. So
0: have you heard the rumor that, that Mueller possibly gave Tony and John Podesta immunity? That was just something um, I read you know the what? other
1: day. I I don't know about that unless they absolutely want to lock Hillary up. Um uh, but I think the pedestos are in deep 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 trouble. Um well, what about Look, I'm, not not
0: to digress still, too much. The body they found in Wiener's, Wiener's uh we got a little bad of an internet connection, but the body they found in the like elevator shaft or some kind of shaft in the in the apartment building that Anthony Wiener and, and Huma Aberdeen lived in. Did you hear about that last week?
1: Yeah, it was a cocaine fueled party. She probably overdosed, is what I heard. And oh, really? They dumped her body in the dumpster. <laughs> I didn't hear that part, but okay. Yeah, so you know, uh, if if that's the case, look, you play with fire, you get burned. That's, that's the way it is. You go down in flames. But uh, uh, no, I mean the the situation of the, the of everybody ignoring facts of what what went on and going back to the Podesta's. The, I think the Podesta's are going to go down. I, I really do. Um, I think. I still am convinced that Mueller's investigation is—I um, I still think that that this was put together by Trump's team to bring Mueller on on purpose because, remember, I have to go back and go rehash it over and over. Um, Mueller was interviewed for the head of the FBI job again, which he couldn't serve as because he'd already served in that role for the amount of years allotted to a person. So that that was not what the— interview was about in trump towers when donald trump met with mueller the very next day he was brought on as the special investigator by rosenstein um i think that this is a well-disguised beautifully put together hit on the deep state and mueller knows he's got to do it or he's going down to
0: I, and i find that perspective very fascinating and it's but it's like i said to you the other day like when's he supposed to drop this hammer or whatever secret information and I, I said something about look at it, the
1: systematic dude look at the how they're systematically picking people off
0: though. but i i wanted to bring this up too the the timing a, a lot of this kind of deep state reaction excuse me my mic um the media is kind of a part of this and we've seen it play out what are your thoughts on the timing when he meets with the north korean kim jong un that the rico indictment comes out out of out of new york when he meets with uh putin a few days before this eleven count indictment with these guys, you know, supposedly Russian GBU—I think it's called—military intelligence were responsible for all of these different hacks, supposedly.
1: Well, but think the about, timing, think about so the timing. My question is the
0: timing of this.
1: Russians, so the Russians were paying a bunch of money to push uh, to push posts through on on Facebook, right? Political stuff, hit pieces, this and that. That I believe was, you know, a good portion of this stuff from what I've read um, to indict. 12 individuals who will never, ever be in the United States, Um, you know, is...
0: The I symbolic think, gesture of sorts.
1: Or a diversion for what he's really doing. You know what I'm saying? I
0: mean, okay, that's, okay. I'm, okay. It's, that, it's,
1: it's a waste of time otherwise. It's a waste of time right, otherwise. Right, 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 right. See, I, and I, mean? I
0: find that aspect so fascinating, Champ, because I'm still... I just get frustrated, man, because like the other day when everybody like lost their it's like i i said the other day trump is definitely losing the pr war and you're like he's never won the pr war and you're absolutely right i'm just i'm trying to i'm trying to filter this through he's got this he's got all this info in the hopper i mean he's he's obviously willing to take all these hits to eventually drop the hammer you
1: that's know I mean? that's that's what it is i mean this is all
0: I, and i think the closer we get to this the is, midterms the closer such... we get to the this... hammer dropping i think the midterms
1: is kind I of don't the... think, i don't think that you know, considering the way this was all put together, I think that Trump knew the war that he was going to have to endure. I think that, I think that the pieces of the, of the team were put together. I think that he's got geniuses working with him. I think that they know this is going to be an ugly, ugly ass war to take back control, not only of our country, but of the world. Um, And look, if, if what you've said before is true, I'm almost okay with it. um, If it's, if it's putin and trump replacing the global elites with themselves if the if the if the rothschilds are being replaced by putin and trump and they're the they're the most powerful guys in the world now and they're controlling monetary systems and things like that well at least it's russia and america not going to nuclear war so that's a
0: good. Point. I, I agree with that. And, you know, I, I saw, you know, I hate to do this, but I, you know, bring up Obama or Hillary. But I mean, I saw a lot of video of Obama like, look, man, we need to embrace Russia. We need to be cool with Russia. Having good relations with Russia is a good thing. And so that's why it's so weird when Trump does it. And I've said this before, like be, people's so fervent emotion of hating the guy. Whatever he does is going to be filtered through. This hatred. And now him him saying, you know, that was a pretty huge, uh, basically, tell on his part saying, like, no, I side with Russia on this whole conversation of Russian collusion. Which he, he's saying that with the understanding of what's really going on, but everyone else is looking at it as you're colluding with Trump, Trump or Putin. Putin's your bitch. Like you guys are, you know what I mean? And it just creates that cognitive dissonance where it's like, right. they're not going to see it for what it really is. They're just kind
1: of, you know, it's. Well, what I said on what I said on, on Twitter. And Tom Arnold came back and maybe, maybe you maybe saw it or maybe it didn't. Tom Arnold spit out some um Still trying to get time on
0: the show, man. Love drug, you, Tom.
1: Psychotropic drug fueled response to what I said. Um but he I said, you know, remember when Donald Trump said that the the Obama administration was spying on him, wiretapping him, and MSN MSN, you know, uh mainstream media, CNN, everybody else had psychiatrists on, interviewed them about Donald Trump being mentally unstable and unfit to serve as the president of the United States, and then it all came out and it was actually true. I said, so now when Donald Trump agrees with Putin that Hillary Clinton took $400 million from Russian entities and you call him crazy again, you might want to hold your breath for a while and let, excuse me, and let this pan out so that you don't look like a fucking idiot. And because it's going to, it's coming. The truth is going to come out. The documentation, WikiLeaks documents, NSA, military intelligence is all going to come out. Prove that she did it. We already know almost half of it is true. Uh, in, you know, in terms of monetary amount for the uranium one deal. So everybody that's freaking out, you, they're just not—they're not learning their lesson. He's setting—he's setting traps they're jumping all over it, freaking out, losing their mind and then the truth comes out and makes them look like complete asses and it's it's going to come again.
0: I, and Again, I'll be anxious to see because, you know, it's something I also wanted to bring up Q, like we did you another You continually
1: doubt me, Jeffrey Wilson. No,
0: hey, it's it's a, I'm open, brother. That's that's what's so beautiful about our conversation. Like, you know, we can <laughs> we could have these conversations, maybe agree, maybe disagree, but we 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 respectfully and civilly exchange ideas week after week on this right. show, and that's that's honestly what I see as lacking in our conversation anymore and I think of course, as I said that 's by design you have people who just you know what whatever the picture of the guy did you see the the the, the painting in the in the the guy's um, shop oh, yeah. of, of, of trump of getting trump's, thru-
1: getting trump's hair getting pulled with a knife in front of his neck What, and- what do you
0: think about that
1: um, I think that you're you're inciting um uh, mm-hmm. You're placing seeds in people's heads to go after anybody that supports Donald Trump. I swear to God, I'm going to start wearing a friggin' Make America Great Again hat everywhere I go.
0: Um, To to play your devil's advocate, what about effigies of of Obama being hung or lynched
1: or I never agreed with that. I never agreed with any of that. None of it. I think that that was bullshit. I think that Americans on both sides are guilty of it, and I think it's ridiculous um, to—even though um, as much as I disliked Obama's policies, his— Marxist hardcore, you know, leanings. Um, I, I, I fervently disagreed. Um, I would never, you know, and people go, Oh my God, I can't believe that Obama didn't get assassinated. Why would he get assassinated? He did everything the powerful elite wanted him to do. The globalists right. told him what to do and he did it. Right. He was selling our nation away. And so was Hillary. They're the fricking tools of those people. So that they're, those aren't the guys that get assassinated. John yeah. Kennedy got assassinated because he went against the Granges like Trump's doing. So, um, it's amazing that, you know, I truly believe that doesn't matter who it is. Okay. Replace Trump's name with Rubio, replace Trump's name with Bernie. I don't care. Um, it, whoever would have ended up president, if they were doing what Trump is doing right now, I would support them 100%. If it said, if, if behind their name, it said Democrat and they were doing what Trump was doing, I'd go, you know what? I gotta, I gotta give this guy credit. He's a badass. He's kicking people's asses. He's he doesn't care about the media. He doesn't care about the powerful elites. He's doing what he thinks is right for the American people, and that's the way it is. And so people. That, to, I think uh, that has to do with a least. lot of
0: your inherent understanding of, and I hate to use this term because it's so fucking cliche now, your inherent understanding of the deep state and the machination of the deep state and how long this has been going on. Like I said, see people's selective butthurtness. They just don't quite understand the larger context of history to maybe filter this through that lens. It's just all about their emotions and how I hate Hillary or Trump or whatever, but the chess game that we're talking about, it's just unfathomable to a lot of people, and that's unfortunate because it's, it just right. creates gonna, this level of gonna, polarization gonna, that's just really fucking us up.
1: All we have to do is is go out and say to people, um, you know, we can interview people and say, ask questions like, and you're talking about being able to go back in history and understand how all this stuff, how we got to this point. We're going to go out, you and I need to go out and interview people and say, who's the vice president? Mm-hmm. Right. I tell you what, go from Trump backwards and name the presidents. Go, th- They'll get maybe to Obama. Oh, yeah. Done. No, dude, I
0: I did, not to completely digress, dude, but it's been a minute. I dated a gal who went to St. Ambrose University here in a, a University here in the Quad City area. And you, I, might,
1: you might want to hold off on saying you dated her. Should have said I had a, I had a, an acquaintance. Yeah, it, it, well, yeah, it didn't concept.
0: quite even get to date status. Back in the day, dude, when when we, you and I had my, our interview on, it, it's me speaking to you. I had three questions: the conspiracy triangle of doom. I had a very similar litmus test as a young man when I used to date gals, and I used to, ate, yeah. to ask similar questions. One of the questions was, and I almost was just saying this facetiously, don't just fuck around and break the ice. Who was the first president of the United States? Her response was. I'm not into that history stuff, so yeah, we, ne- we we never made it to the actual dating phase because she was clearly, uh, you know, uh, yeah, not not the sharpest, not the sharpest gal. But you yeah, know, my
1: four-year-old, my four-year-old Amelia knows who the first president was. Right, right. But that's that's and my by point. By the way, she by the way, she's a huge Trump fan.
0: <laughs> Amelia is awesome. Kudos to Amelia who caught her first fish the other day. Amelia, well, her
1: first big catfish, caught a nice catfish.
0: Amelia is Pat's awesome daughter. So yeah. yeah, I mean, but that it's—I don't know, man. I so let. I before we wind up, I know you got a lot of stuff going on as you are out there, pretty much on business. Are we too far gone, champ? I, we've talked about the design, maybe of this, um, you know, possible civil war, if you will. Are are we too far gone? Are we so polarized now where we just can't? These two sides, if you will, right left, just cannot see eye to eye. I just posted something the other day, yesterday that in san francisco um illegals who have been given access to the voting booth Uh, and i don't know the specific machinations of this but essentially people who aren't citizens are being allowed to vote and i see see people on facebook yeah no, it's blah 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 In some measure it's okay and then the other side's like holy fuck this is completely unconstitutional and illegal and but that's they're gonna go
1: to jail the mayor the mayor of san francisco and other cities are gonna get arrested and go to jail for this um i think that it's potentially possible that that um moonbeam brown out there the governor of california ends up going to uh jail also for for what he's doing to the state for what he's doing uh constitutionally that's completely illegal i think very possible he could end up in jail um and as far as the civil war goes i think that that's all going to depend on if the truth the truth finally comes out in big chunks uh we were told that we were going to learn a lot and and think about it putin saying on Worldwide TV in a press conference that Hillary Clinton took $400 million from Russian entities is a pretty big revelation. That's a massive revelation. And so that, that that could be cues, you know, saying the world is going to learn the truth. And that's, to me, that's a pretty big truth. That's a pretty big tell. But here's the thing. I think that much more of the truth needs to come out. Indictments need to be uh, unsealed. I think people need, to, people need to see perp walks on the news of very big names. And I think that that's the one thing that that turns the ship around and makes people realize that. that everything when do that
0: you we'll see, see, see that happening? I mean, obviously, Q's timeline was July here. But well, when, I mean, when do you see look, those serious midterms, walks start happening Gitmo starts we've getting filled midterms, up?
1: We, we've got midterms coming up. So, you know, I I see a buildup slowly of that sort of stuff. Indictments being unsealed of people being perp walked as we lead up to that. I think that. You know, timing-wise, it's very important. They probably have enough to arrest a lot of people right now, but they're just picking, picking through people, uh, building up steam. If that does not happen, for whatever reason, and we do have a civil war, here's the thing. I mean, talking to one of my friends who's a – and I won't say his name, but basically that whole community feels the same way. They said, if a civil war kicks off, you give me a call. This is my friend telling me this. Give me a call on the phone and ask me how it's going, and he's going to say – he goes i 'll say to you it 's going great this is where this is where I belong this is where this is why I have a purpose. this is why I have a skill set that I do, and this civil war is not going to last very long with guys like that on our side. I can tell you these are some bad bad boys
0: well in you know harkening back to one of our guest uh you know awesome cat, Sonny Puzike his former Russian spetsnots. You know, I don't I was like, man, I don't want to see violence. And I don't think anybody necessarily does. But he, he brought up a point. Then that that's kind of alluding to are we too far gone? You know, he almost said this is almost necessary. We almost necessarily need a certain purge or cleansing to restart again, because that's how far we are gone. You know, you have both sides tolerant treason, and, you know, but clearly we all have a different understanding of what treason is, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, like I said, we're, we're half
1: of us. Half of us know what treason is.
0: Well, yeah. And, but I mean, it's I'm saying if both sides are shouting treason, I mean, it's, it's again, we like I said about cultivating civil war and genocide, it's like it takes time. And we are slowly, in my opinion, seeing, you know, we're becoming less and less able to have real discourse. And we're going to get to the point well, where people, we're not even human beings anymore. So it's like, I'm OK with killing you because you represent something I so vehemently oppose. Right. And that's happening on well, both sides.
1: And, and look, on both sides, including myself, um, and I lump that, you know, I'll be on one side. We'll put the Antifa lunatics on the other side. Everybody, all of us need to realize that the only way the deep state hides its crimes is by something that of that magnitude happening. That's the only way that they're going to be able to, to, to hold off, to buy themselves some more time is an actual major conflict in the United States or a a very big regional or even global conflict happening, and that that hides their crimes. And this is something that, that we cannot fall into. And I think that it scares them even more, the fact that Trump and Putin are turning into friends, allies, going after the truly evil people in, in our world. It scares them to death. I know I'd be scared to death. If I was one of the most powerful people in the world and controlled monetary systems and Trump and and Trump and Putin were basically shooting a, a a shot across my bow saying we're coming for your ass uh, because Putin called out Soros during that press conference.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's that's mm-hmm. hardcore, man. When you've you've got two of the scariest dudes on the planet who control the most powerful militaries on the planet saying your, your days are numbered, man. You got you know, your days are numbered.
0: Well, and that's honestly, as, as I watch all of this over the last two years, you know, the vehement reaction to Trump and everything we talk about about him going against the deep state. That, to me, their reactions are almost indicative of, of their freak outness. Like they realize shit's crumbling and they need this media. They need to weaponize this media to control the narrative. Keep us fighting if you want to create a civil war to definitely hide what they've been doing all these years. I mean, I, I say again, they don't give a fuck about us as individuals, in my humble opinion. We're just numbers, ones and zeros. And uh, fi- us fighting against each other is absolutely awesome. But, you know, like I said, th- it freaks them out to see. The two most powerful people in the world, Putin and the president of the United States, whomever that might be, you know, being friends. And again, almost going back to the selective butthurtness, why Why are we OK with Saudi Arabia being one of our biggest allies in the Middle East? They stone people in to... fucking public. They cut people's heads off. Women can't even drive. But, and you know, they're right. one of the biggest funders of terrorists throughout the world. But
1: bombing, lo- bombing the, the bombing Yemen into oblivion, killing massive amount of kids. Causing a cholera outbreak that you know a yeah. million people suffer from. Fucking crickets. Massive human, massive human, and, and organ trafficking coming out of there. Um, crickets,
0: crickets on the left, la-. crickets yeah. everywhere. Really, mainstream media is not even touching it. But you know, let's let's be mad at at Donald. Was Trump. it
1: was it you know was it something when Trump went over there? He knew that in the Middle East he still needed Saudi Arabia, and I guarantee ninety nine percent sure that that conversation between Trump and the the Prince of uh, of Saudi Arabia was, here's the, here's the deal, dude, these people are criminals, they're scumbags, they need to go down, you need to arrest them, you need to take their money, stop them from being able to donate to people like the Clinton Foundation, and, and otherwise, your oil fields are open game to Iran, and you're no longer going to get our weapons. And I think that that's, that was part of, part of the chess match, you know, the, uh, the chess play there on Donald Trump's part, and I'm sure he's been consulted quite a bit. With guys like Mattis and a bunch of other people who are very, very bright people um, who knew knew how to put this all together. Because, no, dude, no matter what the media does, no matter what they say, it always comes back. They get pie in the face, egg in the face, whatever you want to call it, every time they try and bring Trump down. And this is just the latest attempt with this Helsinki summit with Putin. And I'm telling you, the, the truth's going to come out about Hillary and it's going to be a very, very bad day for Hillary, and, and Trump is going to look like a genius.
0: And that will be, you know, like we've said before, revelation of one of the biggest stings ever to take place, if that truly is the case. And I can, at this point, man, at, with everything going on, I'm, I'm scratching my head most days, man. Time will definitely tell. And somebody's going to be made to look like an asshole. <laughs> Some, <laughs> one side or the other is going to be like, well,. And again, I I wonder, what if they just keep kicking this can down the road of, you know, Q and he's really going after the deep state and it just seems
1: that's just think about it. though. think about it, though. Um, Hillary Clinton, Biden, a bunch of other people. Who, you know, Hillary Clinton's not going to run for president again, she's not. I doubt she's alive in two years. I mean, she's she's in such bad shape. She's a mess. Her making the public statement that she is mulling around running for president again in 2020. Is hilarious, and all it is is so that if she does get arrested, if she, if she does have an indictment with her name on it, that basically she can claim all it is is a political hit job to stop her from, from becoming president. I mean, you know, and that's all case. that is. That's all what these people are doing by saying they're going to run for president. I don't know who the Democrats are going to pull out. I mean, Oprah is the only one I would say even has a chance.
0: The Rock? But I, I saw I, The Rock?
1: You know what I'm saying? That's That's the only person that the Democrats – could possibly pull in, but I guarantee that there is so much intelligence, so much power right now um, on in the Trump campaign, the Trump side of things, that I think that there might be something in Oprah's past where she's like Oh yeah, she's got and- too much
0: Weinstein dirt on her brother.
1: Oh, we lost Pat again.
0: Start talking about Pat. Oprah and we lose, ch- lose Pat. There he goes. He's back.
1: Yeah, we, so the storm getting
0: close there, is it? No, actually, I'm seeing sunshine out here, the left window here, as you can see, blasting on my face.
1: Uh,
0: but yeah, Oprah um, might have too much Weinstein dirt on her, but uh, The Rock, I don't know. They, they, they're they going to actually, like I said, the dynamic and the paradigm of how politicians run anymore has completely changed. We're not going to get no more thousand points of light. Fucking, those guys are gone, so they need that celebrity status that cult of personality that both Trump and Obama have had. They can't go back well, to think the...
1: Well, think of Kardashian and her campaign oh, sweet God. commercial. Her campaign commercials. Just clip in some of the sex scenes. You know, that'll sell. People will vote based on that. You know, Ray J. That. Clip that. in
0: fucking Ray J. Taxing that ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that damn tape, dude. Kim Kardashian's got some skills, but it's really a sad state of affairs that this is, this is the foundation she's built her empire on. You know what I mean? Sucking dick. So she's whatever. She's going
1: to be a billionaire based she on is. sex tape. She, she just, is. She truly is.
0: And it's weird because her dad, Robert Kardashian, was freaking one of OJ's lawyers. Like, wow, you can, be, you can start from anywhere and be a star, ladies and gentlemen, here yeah, in the old yeah, U.S. Exactly. And a. Well, let me ask you real quick before we go, and I meant to ask you this earlier. So when Trump came back home, he kind of flip-flopped and was like, okay, now I believe uh, American intelligence. What was that about?
1: Um, You know what? I mean, he...
0: That's like Coco for Cocoa Puffs type shit. Like, you go over there and you say that and you less than 24 hours. Like, no, I changed my mind. That just looks... That's not a good look,
1: dude. I think that, you know... No, it's not a good look, but I think that there was a way of wording it better, and he doesn't always do a great job of saying, look... I don't think he wants to show his hand. I don't he's so smart as far as that goes saying, you know, he could have come back and said, look, what Putin said, the people who are my intelligence team, not the deep state intelligence people who are getting friggin', you know, kicked out as we speak, um, that that intelligence group doesn't agree with what Putin said, but my intelligence people agree, which you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So to me, he's just not, he's not revealing anything. He's keeping people guessing. Because yeah, to me, no. he's
0: too smart to do something so stupid. Because that just was so huge when he did it—24 hours and then go, and then 24 hours later, he's like, "No, nah, I changed my mind on what I said." That shook the fucking world.
1: Time <laughs> will tell. Time will tell, man. Right. Uh, I just think that they compared notes on intelligence and and probably agree on most of it, if not all, of what they're showing. Because I mean, my God, Forbes Forbes is showing, you know, all the Democratic and Republican lobbyists working for the banks. People are being brought up on charges that had nothing to do with. It. Manafort was working for the Podesta's when, like I said, when his crimes were committed. So it's all, um, it's so it's so polluted. There's so many things going on, so much, so many crimes. that it's really hard to to start anywhere. This show has so much material and endless <laughs> right, material to right. talk about that. We could do this till the day we die and never even cover even remotely half have.
0: Not even half of it. I mean, there's so many directions you can go. The guns, the freaking drugs, the people, the people's body parts, pay for plague. You know, just general, like I said, corruption, handing out corruption uh, indictments in D.C. is like they said in Apocalypse Now, handing out speeding tickets to the Indy 500. They're all doing it. And if you don't notice, this shit that happened, like you said with Manafort, was when Obama was in office. It has nothing to do with Russian collusion. They're just, like right. I, like and I said, this, and,
1: and them saying that all the, the, the Russians hacking are election you know that was when obama's administration was in and obama he publicly said it's impossible because There's no way got, yeah you know we've got states we've got um you know counties we've got cities all these different polling stations it's impossible to hack our elections you know donald trump needs to friggin shut his mouth you know and then when when trump wins it's exactly the opposite so you know it's it's a double standard it's a bunch of shit and people need to p- wake up and pay attention to it because it's it's complete garbage, and I just it's, – it's really – I don't know. It's – what the word I'm looking for, not confusing, but just stunning, stunning stupidity by the American people to not be able to remember yesterday and what happened.
0: And again, I say it all the time, but some measure of, of serious Stockholm syndrome. That we, you know, almost like we have like battered wives syndrome. You know what I mean? It's, that's, that's the media. In the intelligence agencies, going back to the Warren Commission, the Gulf of Tonkin, they've been lying to us forever. Secretary of State, Secretary of State Colin Powell is in the fucking UN holding up illustrations of, of mobile and chemical units. They've been lying forever. Now, all of a sudden, you know, like I said, battered woman syndrome. They, he whoops your ass, and then it's like, I'll never do it again. Oh, well, I love him. He said he'll never do it again till he does it again. And that's that's really where we're at. Like I don't. Mean yeah, to... but
1: no, we're even we're even, we're even even further than that. We're mm-hmm. at the point where the cops show up to arrest the man for uh, beating his wife, and then the wife sees her husband getting put in cuffs, and then starts stabbing the cop with a freaking yeah. butcher knife. Yeah, that's for... where we're at. These people are lunatics.
0: Yep, yeah, that's exactly right. Just very protective of their abuser, but you know the, that's again uh, you know we talk about it too many times on this show, and this is where we're at now, bro. Uh, we're not looking for information at all. Where there's no discern, it's We're looking just for affirmation to affirm our hatred for Hillary or our hatred for Trump. There's no nuance in it anymore. I don't right. see conversations like these happening or other people. It's either you, you hate one or you hate, you know, it's like Rodney I mean, King said, say, man, can't say, we all just get put, along? Damn.
1: let's say Putin and Trump are the most diabolical evil people on the planet and they're setting this thing up so that they can take control of the world. And then they can exterminate five billion, six billion people and just get the shit back under control with overpopulation. Right? <laughs> let's 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 hit the buttons. Let's make sure we're, you know, in New Zealand, um, you know, drinking a martini when when the shit goes down. And, you know, but at least we get the you know, it's just I just I don't see how people think that I mean, Occupy Wall Street. Every Occupy Wall Street person who was part of that movement should support Trump because he's talking about He's talked about auditing the Fed. He's talked about going back to a gold standard. That gets rid of the globalists mm-hmm. who control our monetary system. Everybody who was part of the Occupy um, Wall Street movement, if you're not supporting Trump for what he's doing right now, then you're full of shit. Well, you're, and that, that kind of goes for the shit.
0: Antifa, too. The people aren't understanding what these terms mean. You know, you can't be Antifa and then act like fascist. Antifa, anti anti-fascist should be, like you said, with Trump. Against the corporate entities, against these financial cabals that are running the freaking world, starting these wars. And like Smedley Butler said, you know, war is a racket, just profiting like hell off these wars left and right.
1: That's how just just how pathetically stupid these people are, though. Um, it's yeah, they're just. It's it's civics, gotten it's gotten bad. Civics, civics, civics in school is dead. It's been dead for a long time. Uh, people have no understanding of, of political structures, of of terms, of anything. Man, they just. Put a bandana around their face and go out and get beat up by a veteran. After, that's what that's what happens
0: after after clicking off their fucking Xbox, thinking this is you know a game of Halo or some shit. They just don't quite get it, and I really hope we don't get. To, I, I don't know to echo Sonny Puzikas. Part of me thinks some kind of conflict is almost necessary, but I just I just hesitate to say that because I know how ugly it can get. But
1: I you feel know. pretty confident. I feel pretty confident the guys that are on our side, if it does kick off, we're going to be pretty well off. God forbid that it. That it uh, gets out of control to where... You know, Shit won't last long.
0: Would... The, the Molotov cocktails will be shoved up their asses with freaking ARs. Dude, those, will
1: be, those will be target practice for the veterans. Yeah, and shower glass and gas down on the freaking people throwing them.
0: It can get ugly, folks. Let's uh, let's pray it doesn't quite get to that point. Champ, you got anything to close this bad boy out, my man? I don't want to keep you too much longer.
1: No, cool, man. I, 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 uh, I'm happy we got this. Got this recorded with me out here in California. We've both yeah. been very busy working our tails off, doing a lot of stuff. I just got back from uh, Montana and then flew out, you know, a day and a half later out here to California. The, my trip to Montana at the uh, Beck family ranch, ranch uh, Jackie and Ariel Beck and their parents treated me like gold. I had an amazing time out there. Awesome took pictures,
0: man! Those are some incredible pictures you posted. I
1: tell you what, they took me, they took me all the way up to their mountain lakes that are on top of a mountain on their ranch. They so you. When you're driving, Jeff, someday out west and you look at a mountain and go, God, what would it be like to own a mountain? <laughs> right. They, they These folks actually own mountains and a valley, right? It's just really cool, amazing. It's the most beautiful place I've ever seen in my life. Really great people. And they took me all the way up this mountain. Um, they had a professional trout guide teach me how to fly fish. Just came along. Really, really amazing. I caught I caught a trout. I lost one, but caught one. So my first time out learning how to trout fish and they've got these three lakes stair-step down this mountain from the top, you know, just down below each other each. And just it's incredible. It's incredible. So those, you know, hats off to them, really really wonderful people. I'm glad that they, I I got a chance to go out there and hang out with them. Well, and you
0: know, how crucial, you know, and and this is completely off the subject of what we've been talking about. How crucial and I I almost implore everybody to kind of get this point. How, as busy as we all are and how locked in we all are with our everyday lives, our social networking, just our everyday family and life, how crucial it is to unwind, detach for a moment and go into those kind of elements, man, the woods, the solitude of just the beauty of nature like that. And I mean, it, even though you were only gone for a few days, I'm sure that just recharged the battery. But I mean, how, how important was that for you, bud, just to get out there like that?
1: Yeah, you know what, when I go, I've only been to Montana a few times, and every time I go there, I feel like I'm going home. It's weird. It's like, in a previous life, that's where I was meant to be or used to live some sort of life. I mean, it really feels like home to me. Anytime I'm around mountains, and that comes from my, the first nonfiction book that I read, which was Sir Edmund Hillary's account of going up Everest with Tenzeg Norgay, the Sherpa, the famous Sherpa, and you know, I fell in love with mountains right away. So my imagination has always been in the mountains. And so when I'm there, I live it. So it's, But, you know, just for people out there who live busy lives, who maybe don't have the time, and I don't have the time to go on trips like that. I mean, that's the first trip I've had like that. And besides going to, to Colorado to do the Leadville 100, stuff like that. First time I've ever gone to do anything like that in 20 years. I think life got so chaotic for me. Fighting, coaching, broadcasting, everything else. But the, the, the stuff that I think helped me was doing trail runs in the woods. I mean, go for a walk in the woods. You know, if you can't run, walk, you know, get out in the woods, do stuff, reconnect with nature. That's, that's the cool stuff, you know, um, that's your little that can be your little half hour hour two hour vacation yeah you know in the in the middle of your work week and just get out and do it and have fun man
0: yeah i mean for me it's oh it's always been amazing even if it's just short runs short rides just like i was the other day out in scott county park just i just love just wandering around there it's just you know it's not there's uh, some cool trails there yeah for sure i mean it's not montana but it is definitely getting out and just just kind of disconnecting for a minute and um you know get muddy on, get money. right exactly man i missed that as a kid man coming home and my mom's like no 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 standing at the patio door just getting hosed off because you just been out <laughs> climbing trees just doing what kids do but yeah man very cool brother well enjoy the west coast i'll be looking forward to the broadcast here this weekend and um next week's gonna be pretty dope we got the gentleman uh greg carlwood from the higher side chats is gonna come by man that show is awesome I definitely implore everyone checking out that show. He definitely goes deep down the rabbit hole, man. Very
1: good show. So um, until next time, Champ, any closing comments? Uh, Just uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. And again, go to our PayPal and and donate, man. We want to take this thing on the road. Let's kick some butt. Order a shirt, Conspiracy Farm shirt. We're going to get out some coffee mugs soon and uh, some hats and some other stuff. Get that in. Yeah, start start blasting that stuff out there.
0: And if you want to know where you can see your options for your Conspiracy Farm t-shirts, check us out on our Facebook page. I know a lot of people don't do Facebook. Our website is down at the moment, so we can't necessarily point you to that direction. But um, all your options for your t-shirts are on our Facebook page. So we implore you, go check those bad boys out. Champ, good to see you, brother. Love you, man. Stay safe. Safe travels. And ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. There will always be more.